previously on Fantastic Worlds. This armored skeleton stands in a battle-ready pose. Its weapon, a long spear. This is a spear of the Watchful Guardian. The entire room lights up in a blinding white light. Manette, you feel very warm, and it's not coming from your symbol. It feels like the Assyrian Desert. It feels like home to you. In front of you, you see a long reflecting pool, but it seems to be connected to a spring because water is flowing out of it and into the pond. You're all in the desert. Oh, Braxis is now the Odessa. You see a tall, gray, feathered reptilian creature. I'm Surag. You, he points to Nadia, give the gem to Manette. Surag walks over to Manette and takes the bag and pours the dust into the bowl. Now take this and stand under the fountain, quickly. I'm assure you Manette will be okay. Please do not attempt to interrupt the process. Now, wait just a minute. What are you going to do to her? And he points to Nadia and he goes, quickly, get into this spot. And he points to a spot in the pool. He moves over to a mirror and adjusts it and beams of lights hit. Two gems in front of Manette glow so bright it hurts to look. You all see Thora, a happy, smiling Thora. Thora looks up to her mom. You need to take care of my brothers and stay strong. Nadia smiles at her daughter, tears running down her face and hugs her tight. The light of the room begins to brighten and you see Nadia just holding the spot where her daughter once was. He reaches down and pulls a small green gemstone out of the water and he walks over to Manette. It looks like this is for you. Manette, when you hold the gem, it gets legs and begins to crawl up your body. You finally feel it stop right at your tattoo, and you are all back in Nadia's home. This is Jess. I just wanted to talk really quickly in our intro about Manette's tattoos because I haven't really mentioned it before other than maybe in passing. I think she's had a few moments where her tattoos have become significant, um, especially in our holiday special episodes. She ended up with the gem of Kepri or the jewel of Kepri, I believe it's called. And That is situated above what's called a birth tattoo, and that's something that happens to Varesian folk, and it's somehow connected to her Osirian heritage, but, you know, who knows what's going on there. She's sort of attributed it to nothing much. (laughs) Coincidence, really, is what she believes it is. So... If you want to know more about that, we have a website. It's uh, fantasticworldspod.com. And you can check out an article I wrote about Manette's tattoos specifically on there. There's a a blog post and some image references in there. And it's really interesting stuff, to me at least, because I love her. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, I would be, I would love it if you guys would check that out. So I don't have much to say this week. Just enjoy the episode and uh, I look forward to seeing you again. So uh, without further ado, I present to you episode 19, Mi Torta. Guys, I had a really dumb moment for so long. A dumb moment? Dumb moment, how? So I ordered these dice from Die Hard Dice and they're beautiful. They're the metal ones Uh and I love them. And they come in this, like, little metal case, right? And there's, like, foam, and they, like, each fit into this little foamy guy. 
And so after every time I've used it, I've never actually taken the foam out before. After every time I've used it, I put it back in because I'm like, oh man, it's super special. It's like I'm breaking into a safe, you know, and you've got like <laughs> the jewels or whatever. And they're like special <laughs> in this fucking foam. Uh-huh. And I was just like, there's always been like something underneath it. I never knew what it was. And so I took the foam out. It's like one of their business cards. And as I was taking the foam out, I was like, holy shit, this is a dice tray. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. And you only just got there. <laughs> I just realized that it was a dice tray. It's got like little foam on the bottom of it and everything. Like, oh. it's so cute. You can use the lid as well. I know nothing. <laughs> It's the I gift that just kept on giving. A lie. <laughs> you know all those times I'm like, oh, one sec, my dice fell on the floor. I've literally had this this whole time. <laughs> oh, it's well, fine. Little bonus. Okay. You know what's funny? It's I'm glad you said that because one of the reasons why I have held back from buying metal dice is because I'm afraid of how much how noisy they're going to be when I throw them. But if they come with a dice tray, I'm much more willing to get them now. Especially diehard dice's metal die because I love those dice so much. They oh my are god! Amazing. Seriously, uh, Guardian Games here in Portland, they almost exclusively carry diehard dice. Oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. I should have picked up a couple sets when I was there. Yeah, I went for it was like a gaming yard sale that they had there. Oh, you Yay. went to that? I'm so I jealous. I went to that. I bought so <laughs> many games. Um, so bad. And there were like prizes and stuff you could win. And I actually won a couple more metal dice. They're different colors, but like I have them. And I was looking and I was like, these look really familiar. Are these diehard dice? And he was like, yeah, man, they're such a great company. Like they send us free stuff all the time. And they're so cool, and they write, like, little personalized letters on all of their receipts. And I was like, I know! I love them so much. They're so cute. Uh, I love them. You know, one of the things about dice that I have learned that was the most shocking thing is how uncalibrated dice can be. For instance, Chessex dice, um, they're Mm -hmm. just... They're the only dice that ever get calibrated regularly are D6 because they're used everywhere. They're used in casinos. They're used at right. in board games and stuff like that. So they actually care about that. But like a D20 is not calibrated. So sometimes if you see someone who's like always rolling really well, it might actually be the dice is skewed towards rolling at higher numbers than at lower numbers. loaded dice. <laughs> Do they sell them? I'm asking for a friend. Oh, you can have one of mine. He pointed this out when we started the podcast to me. He was like, your dice are probably not calibrated, so you need to get... And yeah, straight up, these roll like 20s nonstop. (laughs) So I'm not allowed to use these. These just sit in their case. (laughs) Well, that's the reason why I like Dallahard dice is because they actually care about that stuff. Like, So they're a lot... They calibrate them and stuff. Yeah, like there was a there's a there's a YouTube video somewhere where it shows somebody putting dice in a salt water and you flick it and it rolls and where it ends up shows where it's leaning. And like the guy kept flicking it and kept flicking on like 17, 18 and 19, like over and over and over again. And I'm just like, oh, that's great. <laughs> and then I think about all the times I roll because Angel Angel has seen this playing D&D with me for ages. I'm a historically bad roller. And the only time I ever roll good are, are on attributes. Attributes. Those are yeah. crazy. 1818, uh, 17, 16, 18. Like, yeah, people used, to, you, people used to give me, think I cheat. And so they'd make me roll it in front of them. And I would just sit there and I'd be like, 18, 18, 18. And I'd be like, <laughs> just like, yeah, I roll great attributes. Like, oh, I got a 16. That'll be my dump stat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my man. God. So I want to say, uh, 
you after having an interesting two days, well, at least some of you guys did, the rest, the other one of you was sitting in a blacksmith shop hammering at way bol- bullets all day. I was busy. <laughs> I was getting things done. I made so many bullets. <laughs> so many bullets. <laughs> and now you have no money left. <laughs> it's fine. What's she going to use money for? We're about to go into the wilderness. <laughs> that you know of. Uh... I think when you guys all get home that night, I think all of you are exhausted. It has been a long day. You know, whether that's making bullets a hundred times over or that's sitting there and doing with dead things and tombs uh, and mysterious creatures. Didn't we pop right back into Nadia's house? Yeah, but it was it was the end of the day. So I think you all try <laughs> to look at each other and you just all crash and go to bed. And Abraxas, I think you wake up to... Um, you wake up to this, one of your favorite smells, the <gasps> smell of bacon and ham. Yes, I'm there. I picture just crashing in wolf form in front of the fireplace. It's like, I'm, I'm just going to sleep here and just jump up awake, scramble up and just turn into man right in time to be in the kitchen. Hey, do you, <laughs> do you need any help uh, setting uh, setting the plates, uh, the food out? A taste no, you're going to slobber on them. Taste test. <laughs> Nadia looks at you and she's like, "Yes, uh, here, take this plate of bacon to the to the table." I'll have a little wolfish grin. Uh, see what I did there? It's <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. good. Will you wake everybody up and let them know that breakfast is ready? Of course. Totally sneaks one. <laughs> you you notice that Nadia actually kind of seems to be in a better mood. Like she's there's not the dark rings under her eyes. You know she got closure of some sort at least, and I think that brings her some satisfaction. So I'll go wake everybody up. There's bacon, gals. <laughs> up and Adam. I like fall out of bed. <laughs> Odessa just pulls the covers up over her head and is just like, I'm not ready to be awake yet. It's too early. I don't want to. I'll turn into a wolf form and do like a super cute puppy eye, like a. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that's her weak spot. She's like, oh god. And at the same time, Jim okay. is pulling the blanket off of you. Oh my god. Okay, fine. And so she's gonna like. I bring you your slippers. Pull. Oh, okay, she's gonna put on <laughs> her slippers and just like take the blanket with her and just go into the kitchen still in the blanket. <laughs> so you're all sitting around the table, uh, and Nadia has actually created a feast. So, like, you see pancakes for days, you see waffles for days, you see bacon, you see eggs, you mm, see waffles. ham, you see sausage, you see snossages. <gasps> you see, and for some odd reason, maybe it's an irisin thing, you see, like, turkey legs on the table, and she puts some serious food out. Like, you know that the food, this is not common in irisin, so she's definitely showing you all some gratitude. Manette, you look around and everybody seems to be just a little, little tired, a little more worn out than usual. I think Manette fondles her new body gem on her shoulder, <laughs> looks at everyone and decides to channel the energy of that gem and just shoot out a little healing at everybody. Just oh. give everybody a little pep in their step. That's going to give <laughs> you six hit points, buddy. Oh, and I get, I get extra back from that. What what happened? What am I doing? <laughs> you would suddenly feel just healing out of nowhere and probably be like, what the hell? <laughs> Does the gem glow when you do it? I think the gem glows, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you see the gem glow, and then you see the outline of our feet glow with, like, a radiant energy, and then also just flows out, like, 30 feet in a distance, and it hits everyone, including Nadia, and including her two children. Like, they're like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Go get the good candy. <laughs> and they was like, that? I feel warm inside. <laughs> That's a great way to start breakfast. Odessa kind of just side-eyes Minette and is like, what was that? I'm a magical girl. No. uh (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? I wasn't ready for that one. (laughs) I'm okay now. So, kind of a lot. Uh, Where do we even start? I don't know. Basically, like... Kepri led me to a crab rock, and then we went inside, and a it was like wait, tombs. a crab rock. I think I think you're missing several important steps, Minette. Y- you're right. We uh, I, we I'm, went I'm, we went on a journey with Nadia yesterday. She wanted to get some closure. Oh, uh, okay. With her daughter, and we found a rock with a uh, among many other symbols, uh, Kepri's. <laughs> that's unimportant my tattoo <laughs> uh, you know that birth tattoo i've shown you before for sure mm-hmm. um <laughs> my tattoo glowed with kepri's light well Correction, inside it me didn't glow you felt warmth i felt a glow inside my body <laughs> so there's that it was, they were pyramids. I've never, I've never been inside a pyramid. There, there was this body, this guy who was guarding it and sealed himself inside to hide it from other people. And then we got in there and I got explodified by like this weird fireball thing. And <laughs> which is why I, I have no eyebrows. Sigh, sigh and just, uh, Minette, stop. Pippa, what happened? <laughs> Dead things. Dead things of death. We were attacked by undead in this oh so holy place with Capri's symbol on it. Odessa like side eyes Minette. I thought he didn't like undead. No, they're invaders. They should not have been there. Clearly they mm, were kay. not supposed to be there. Okay, Pippa, what happened? Anyhow. The the important the important part of the story is that I can sever their connection to this world. It's a new uh, ability of mine that I discovered yesterday. I am very excited to keep using it. It's I mean, so I hope cool. we never have to, but I'm just saying I can do that now. And it was pretty great, pretty awesome. great. Another mouthful of sausages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Manette's got a fancy new spear. Uh, we ran into the, oh, oh, new kind of trap, by the way. Keep your eye out for it. Uh, it's basically a ball of tar that explodes and lights everything on fire. It was terrible. It was disguised as a, a gibbering madman or some sort. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it essentially <laughs> was a ball of tar and it exploded. Adessa's just staring at you guys holding a cup of coffee, doing that thing where you're like squinting and like blinking your eyes a lot where you're like, mm-hmm. Anyway. Continue. So after that, we went in a broom closet, which actually turned out to be a portal to another dimension. Wait, wait, wait. It was the other room. <laughs> it was the broom closet had the key that took you to the... All right, all right, all right. All right. That's right, It, Pippa, it, it was, was a, a broom, broom closet, and it had a key to another dimension that was very warm. 
I thought we weren't supposed to tell Odessa how deliciously warm it was. No, it was horrible. It was so hot, Odessa. You would have hated it. Was it was it it was a horrible hot place. It was yeah, just it was the worst the worst amount of desert you could ever imagine. Where Uh, we bumped into who we who was that even? I still don't quite know. You that's my homeland. You're talking about. It was my homeland for sure. Hot. I'm still licking the sand out of my paws. It's everywhere. (laughs) Odessa is still just like staring at you guys holding coffee and like blinking. Uh, okay, so it was. God damn it! You guys went to a hot place. Scalding. I, no, I wouldn't even say I, hot. You know what? Scalding. I would rather scolding than freezing. <laughs> anyway, I channeled Kepri's divine energy, and Thora was summoned back for a brief time to say goodbye to her mother. And then we were here. <laughs> well, that's abrupt. Well, I'm I'm at least glad she got to say goodbye to Nadia. Um, Jim and I made a lot of bullets and uh, caught up with uh, an old friend. Oh, and I forgot about my body, my new... Your new bedazzled body, Jim. <laughs> Shiny. This, uh, the jewel of Kepri, it appeared oh. suddenly and now I can, I can heal you all. More effectively, I think. By Kepri's grace, amen. (laughs) Here's the Kepri taking a big old swig of whatever they got. I'm also just like hammering fistfuls of bacon into my mouth. (laughs) Now that we've told the whole story. I love that I I really just need to give you plates of bacon moving forward and never make anything else. Because that's all you guys eat is the bacon. Odessa is drinking coffee. Also, I feel like she's eating turkey legs. Come on, she is eating waffles. (laughs) Abraxas is going to leave the house with a little food baby. (laughs) It's for sure. Die angry. So uh, you guys are sitting there and you are very stuffed. And you guys kind of have the day to yourself um, to do what you guys need to do. So Nadia joins you at the table after she's kind of set up and she. She's like, okay, you guys are here to start the portal, correct? That weird portal? I don't, I didn't, I don't know quite understand. It brings cold? In essence, uh, it has changed our land to Taldor. It's supposed to be in, in high summer. And instead it says, it's starting to resemble Irison quite a bit. Yes, your summers are not like this. Oh no! It's so weird. Is it's, this summer? This is this summer. Odessa <laughs> is just like slack jaw, like so incredibly shocked and just like unhappy. Oh, Nadia, these uh, my companions come from the land of of green. Oh yes, it's kind of warm right now, actually. Good God! I, I'm sorry. Are you telling me it gets colder oh, than my. this? <laughs> yes. Of course. Well, our our southern country is not strong enough to withstand this kind of weather all year round. We have very delicate plants and animals and such uh, down there. So we are trying to shut the portal down. That's that I think is our is our end goal. Odessa's like entered a fugue state of just like <laughs> unhappiness. We're both staring off into the distance, crying. That's. <laughs> Nadia brings out a map and she kind of shows you it's not like right next to the town, but I would say probably like three hours outside of town is she, this is what uh, is the pale tower. 
and the witch Radosek presides there. He is most likely the one that is maintaining the portal, um, as this is his region to be responsible. I've heard some people talking, and it seems like there's there's, the witches are working on something in unison, and this may be what's happening. I've heard some some rumors, and so I think that's what is happening. Perhaps uh, that uh, that fae that lives with you uh, could provide some intelligence. You're talking about Hatch. Oh, you know, I, I, I never, how rude, I never asked for the name. Yes, uh, Hatch, I suppose. And, and just as, as you say his name, you see him walking away with a plate of bacon. <laughs> That's a wise choice. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he just puts it back on the table. He's like, hi, can I help you? Uh, yes, could you, uh, we're gonna most likely need to enter this tower. Could you provide any... Uh, information, intelligence of its defenses. Uh, What could we expect? You see Hatch have the sphere in his eyes. He's like, I could get, there's ways in, but I can't, I can't go back there and I can't go back there. Oh, I can't uh, go back there. It would just be us. You uh, definitely, we wouldn't. She's, he's like, that, that place is hard to bust into without, without having some kind of, Fay background to sneak in, um, but I can't go back there. And he kind of runs off. And um, Nadia is like, I- "I'll talk to him." And she walks off. She turns around as she's going in. This this might take a while, so um, why don't you guys go get supplies in the town and and we will go from there. Any uh, recommended way we should approach the other people in the town? You did say that they are very suspicious of outsiders. They're suspicious, but I think that's a small population of people that we do not really to work with. You guys all look much like, much more like your inhabitants of this area. And uh, your wolf friend here, he will keep away anyone who who might aim to cause problems, I believe. Um, she's like, so yes, gather supplies and uh, we'll meet back here and we will plan. Well then. Right this way, Lord Abraxas. Take us to town. Uh, Odessa is still in a sheet. <laughs> oh. Um, and needs to get dressed. And by in a sheet, I mean, she's wearing pajamas, but it is encloaked in, like, her comf- coverlet. So um, after she gets ready, she's going to come back into the room with you guys. And she's kind of, like, undoing her braid. Um, and then once her braid is done... She kind of fiddles with the ring on her finger and like shoves her hand through her hair um, and then puts one of the barrettes in and it becomes more like what you guys would commonly see because she's got magic stuff and it makes her look like other stuff. So her hair now looks a lot more like Nadia's. Odessa is going to want to go say bye to her blacksmith friend, uh, Izamar. Okay. Does anybody want to go with... with, uh... Odessa? I think Pippa needs to stock up on more arrows. Okay. Would that be a blacksmith's job, or is there like a Fletcher in town? No, I think that works. All right, then okay. I'll, I'll go to lend this legitimacy. Is, is <laughs> yes. Manette going <laughs> to attend, or are you going to go off and do your own thing? No, Manette's going to just trail along. So you guys start venturing towards uh, the Waldsby's blacksmith, and you see Isamar there with his 
giant hammer in front of a giant fire. And he's just hammering away. You hear the tink, tink, tink. He doesn't make a lot of weapons or anything like that, although he does have some supplies for stuff. Most of his ware is just like wheels for wagons and and nails, stuff like that. Basic things that are used around the community. Much like Heldren, this is not a military-esque area, so there's not a heavy use of that. And I don't think the local witches would allow them to have any kind of military anyway, so yeah. I was about to say. He sees you coming up the way, Odessa, and he waves. He's like, hello, my friend. It's nice to see you. Throws her hands up in the air and is like, Isamar, long time no see. These are my friends. He uh, he kind of laughs a little bit. Huh? Nice to, to nice to meet all of you. Are you all here under similar situations? Yes. <clears throat> well met. Well met. I uh, hope you guys don't mind. I filled him in a little bit on while we're here. He's a old friend of my dad's. He he laughs. He's like oh, old friend indeed. He's like, well, come in, have a seat, and uh, what can I do you all for? Well, I know uh, we're in need of some some supplies. I do have a question regarding, do you ever carry any silver? We need to coat any of our weapons in silver. Is that something that you have? Of course. Of course. I don't have a lot, but I do have some. That'll be handy for... Uh, he looks back to his companions like, uh, trust me, you'll, you'll need to have at least some something silver with you. Just in okay. case, he he goes and he goes and grabs you some a bar of silver and uh, and and anything else well that, that I can help you with. What do we need silver for? I know Abraxas has already shared, especially with Odessa, if she's going to do a scatter shot and she has a good shot because mm-hmm. he could soak up some damage to just take the shot um, and, and not to let that stop her from taking advantage of she's you know she's lined up a target well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's the only thing that bypasses my damage reduction is silver. Is silver. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. Werewolf. Yeah, he definitely wants you guys to have it. Um, yeah, she's like, then Pippa's probably going to get like a couple of, uh, a couple of silver bolts in addition to cold iron and the regular kind. Braxis will just look around after we've picked up some of, the, or pointed out a couple of gear or some of the ammo. Is that- I mean, you got any good jokes? He hold, he looks at you all very seriously. He's like, "Jokes? How many apples grow on a tree? How many? All of them." <laughs> and he smiles, and smile, starts oh, laughing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I knew I shouldn't Dear have asked. God. <laughs> uh, Manette Ismar, loves it. You haven't changed at all. <laughs> Want to hear a joke about paper? Yes, sure. I'm afraid to ask. Never mind, it's terrible. Oh, oh I just I just got that one. <laughs> that one takes a minute. That one you gotta uh-huh. yeah. ingest. That's a thinker. <laughs> he claps. He's so you notice that he doesn't have a lot of he doesn't socialize. He's a lot. He says, "Well, thank you so much for coming and visiting. I I think Odessa, you said you're going to be leaving soon. Um, it was really nice to see you again." And he comes up and gives her a hug. She gives him like a big, sque- like hard squeeze. Like you guys can tell that like they go way back. Aww. And uh, he's like, but uh, he's like, I really must get this this project done. Unfortunately, my uh, my blacksmith tools were being used yesterday. And he smiles. And there's actually one tooth missing from his uh, 
his mouth. So every time he smiles, you see that one like blank spot in his tooth. They're being put to good use. Don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be shopping for uh, rations. Can you, uh, you? You know the people best here. Who? Who would be? Who's friendly in town? Who isn't? I know we're uh, we're, we're we're foreigners here, but is there any any places you recommend we go to, or any places you recommend we avoid? I think I think as long as you don't go into someone's house and break their pots, I think you'll be fine for the most part. But uh, Verana's sundries, uh, she she is she is a very pleasant lady, and she she probably will have basic supplies that you need. She has a few items. You know, as as he's talking, he looks for a minute. He's like, I do, I do have an item that I might be willing to give if you guys need it. Um, he pulls off from over his door um, this light, this wooden shield. And he's like, this has brought me a lot of help. I can't part with it for free because uh, I, I need to feed my family. But uh, it's an old family heirloom. And what it is is a plus one arrow catching light wooden shield. I don't know if that will help anybody, but it is there. Like it catches and deflects Whoa. arrows? Yeah. I'm using a light shield right now. I'm not because I equipped the spear, so you go mm. for it. I also have a, I think my he'll sell, He'll sell it for basically 100 gold, which is oh. a steal. Um, Brax is it's like a tugging at uh, uh, Pippa's uh, sleeve. Oh, hey, Pippa, that's, that's, that's a nice shield. And a deal at almost any price we can afford it get all right if you want to get it all right mom on hero lab i literally have a con- custom container that says uh, pippa's bag of holding <laughs> and the stuff that i put in there so i know that i i have the gear but i just don't have it on me and i'd have to go to pippa for it <laughs> Uh, so he basically recommends, he points out to a few areas. He's like, I know you'll put the shield to good use. And he winks. And uh, and then he's like, Verana's sundries will give you what you need for basics. You know, she has a few items that might be useful to you. But for the most part, it's, you know, your basic ration supplies, stuff like that. Uh, if you're looking for lunch, though, I, I do recommend the... The white weasel. They do have a delicious sandwich. It's a pork, a pork belly sandwich. It's, <gasps> it's mwah. The Brax is immediately hungry, even though you could see his little belly from breakfast. <laughs> Manette too. Oh <laughs> um, he's, and he's like, he's like, well, it was nice seeing you all, and uh, I bid you Thank adieu. you so much for all your help. Of course. And he smiles, and you see the same missing tooth, and he walks away. I'm sorry, I started laughing because I just imagined Abraxas and I looking at each other like, you know what I'm thinking, and then oh, high-fiving, and it's a freeze frame. Mm. Yes! <laughs> Booty high-five. Snack buddies. Snack buddies. Snack buds. <laughs> I mean, if you guys are hungry, I can eat. He he turns around one quick, he's like, oh, also, if you need a haircut, my friend, and he looks over at you, Abraxas, the shorn beard does an excellent job. And he kind of laughs and walks away. <laughs> Somebody says you're looking shaggy. Oh, I hey. thought, uh, well, I was thinking of doing something with it, but y'all recommended I I leave it shaggy. I like it the way it is. I mean, I like worth. it. I'm just saying he was commenting that it's shaggy. <laughs> I can braid it for you later. Where would you guys like to go? There's the sundry, Verana sundries and their white weasel are pretty much the only, and also the shorn beard if, you know, anybody wants a haircut. I mean, 
those two said they were hungry, so we might as well go get lunch. <laughs> it's still pretty early, guys. It's like 9.30. I mean... <laughs> You've never heard of... Uh, second breakfast. Second breakfast. <laughs> I'm appalled. I'm a halfling. We can always eat. <laughs> okay, See? so you guys all go to the White Weasel. As you approach... From wandering around town and, you know, gathering the supplies at the blacksmith. You see a gentleman standing against the door frame of the white weasel. He's kind of smoking a cigarette, just hanging out there. And he sees you and a big smile curls up on his face. He's like, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Let me introduce myself. I'm Emil Goatleva. My wife and I run the local tavern, the white weasel. How are you doing? Well, you're a friendly guy. He's kind of a fast talker. Like, he's just... you, Pippa, you actually... This, there's some familiarity here. It kind of reminds you of your dad, how he would kind of sell people into, like, like coming sure. into the tavern or <laughs> coming into the inn. I know you guys aren't from out here, and I, why don't you guys come inside and tell me some... Tell us, me and my wife, some stories about, about your adventures. We'd really like to... We love hearing about things, and it's dreadfully boring here. If you have not realized it, and you look around, and there's, like, nobody out in the town. It's like... <laughs> It's, you know, almost midday and there's nobody here. It's, you know, like there's a tumbleweed going, flowing through, you know, over the snow kind of thing. A, fr- a frozen tumbleweed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe after, maybe after we eat. I'm hungry. You guys, you guys see Teen Wolf where he's trying to buy the beer and his eyes go all red? It's like, I want to buy some beer. beer. <laughs> I'm like, I'm hungry. He's like, okay, friends, okay, well, come on in. He's bring us, bring us some food and ale, and we'll, uh, we'll tell you all about it. Well, unfortunately, we don't have any ale, but we do have a really good tea. And he, he waves I'm you in. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you Did guys, we say this is a tavern? Is there no liquor to be had here? Is this a dry town? It's not. I'm sorry. Can you drink it now? It's not a dry town. Unfortunately, <laughs> our recent beer run had a had a run-in, and we have not had any beer, which is one of the reasons why uh, it's so quiet right now, because, you know, nothing warms people up than a good glass of beer, but unfortunately we don't have that right now. He's like, I apologize. And he invites you in. Odessa can't even drink it, and she's offended. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's been pretty emotionally open in the pe- in recent episodes. That's you know? true. I, I think Caden would give her a break. Maybe, like, would a cut drink. Her some slack. Maybe one. <laughs> As you as you come inside, um, yeah, you can tell that the place definitely does not get a lot of business. Um, but they probably do just enough to get by. Even though the building itself is aged, the tavern is kept very clean. You can tell that this is the work of somebody who is very detail-oriented. Um, even the bronze sconces at, that are high up seem to sparkle in the light. As you cross the room, Emil motions to the lady behind the bar... He's like, this is my beautiful wife, Katrina. You see a tall blonde woman, and she gives you a warm smile. Oh, husband, you convinced them to join us. How special. Let me bring you some food and drink. So when you guys sit down, you get a much better look at Emil. And um, he looks half troll. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say, he looks he, like he a he troll. Really does. You basically see this short, paunchy man, and he looks like kind of like Bob Hoskins from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> he really, yep, nope, that's <laughs> accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is super accurate. He has a cheerful grin, grin and, you know, like I said, you, even though he doesn't look like your, your dad, you're definitely getting those kind of warm feelings of, like, the parts of memories of your dad you remember of him kind of being a salesman, which I don't mm-hmm. know, for Pippa, does that necessarily, is that a good feeling or, like, a mem- like a kind of a good, like... Memory? Or? Well, no, she's got really complicated feelings about her dad. Um, 
and and like you know where whereas that might have been a nostalgic feeling uh, a few days ago when she kind of realized that she like the parallels that she was making between how she was able to sway Argentea um, and remembering how her dad always seemed to be able to upsell just about anyone is actually a little bothersome to her. As you're ruminating on that, um, Katrina arrives in short order with some tea, biscuits, and a variety of fruit jams. Um, Mm. Please eat up. Um, I know this is probably not the fancy foods that you all are used to from where you come from, but it's it's the best we got. And, um, you know, our tavern is your home for right now. We want to make you feel special. So she pours out the teacup. She takes out the tea and the teacups and passes them around and pours you guys each of the tea. Um, and then she gives you, basically, you all get a little platter of different jams. And there's some, you know, little biscuits. And these are fresh biscuits, at least. They're, like, really cooked. Like, they look delicious. They're light, nice and plump. And they're, they're flaky. Um, yeah. There you go. Hmm. Minette definitely eats them. But she's also, like, looking around, like, where's that pork belly at? <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't possibly have more than. Where's uh, our pork belly three. sandwiches? <laughs> Katrina's like, oh yes, let me, let me, let me cook some of that up. We just have some, and just have to warm it up. And she kind of goes in the back, and uh, you know, and you guys are sitting there talking. He's like, he's like, so, so, how far have you guys come? <laughs> Adessa just kind of laughs. <laughs> far enough, and I stuff my mm. face with a um, biscuits. We've been journeying with uh, our. Our uh, master here. This is this is Lord Abraxas. Oh, a lord, huh? I wink as I take a big old bite out of the food, tear into it savagely. We've been about on several several errands, you know, <laughs> mm. traveling from village to village. Mm. You go, have you have you met anything interesting? Oh, well, you know. I mean, it's our our land is such an interesting place. We've encountered many interesting interesting creatures and giant flock of ravens. Roll me up, <laughs> roll me up, bluff there, Pippa. Can I aid? Of course. My plan is to keep my yeah. Face I might actually need the aid stuffed, so I don't have to do any bluffs. I made it. Sixteen. He's like he smiles. He's like. Well, I'm sorry. I, I look. I look at your friend here, and he points to Manette. And I figured you were not all from around here. Am I wrong? We had a mission to Assyrian, you know, Queen's business. Ah, ah. I see. I see. And we met Manette there. <laughs> it's like, ah, ah. I see. I see. Uh, and he takes a drink of the tea, and uh, and he kind of gets a muffin himself, and spreads jam on it as he's doing that katrina brings out a um pork belly sandwiches for you all yes these are to my liking he's like well welcome back and he toasts up the tea and he takes a drink and uh yeah i i raise my sandwich at him and so you guys are sitting there and and enjoying the meal uh katrina comes back and she's like thank you so much for coming and telling us stories anything else going on well, that's actually kind of what we're here to wonder about. We were, you know, journeying through the area. Is there is there anything a note going on going on in town that we should know about? No, it's it's fairly quiet here. As a side note, is anybody drinking the tea? <laughs> no, You're right. I'm double fisting those sandwiches, man. I'll toast with Manette. We'll do like a sandwich toast, like clink. <laughs> that's what I was trying to do earlier. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Pippa was drinking it 
because she's polite and when a host offer her tea, she drinks it. I think Odessa is just pinky in the air. Kind of annoyed because she doesn't really want tea. She wanted to try to drink liquor to see if she could. And now she I think she's just like silently protesting. And then like as a Braxis drops pieces of sandwich onto his plate. She's probably just, like, picking at the pieces that he's dropping. So he drops, like, a piece of pork belly, and she just kind of, like, grabs it and eats it. But isn't eating, like, her own sandwich? I think she's just generally annoyed. Also by this guy who talks way too fucking much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Manette would have drank the tea. Abraxas is all very much meat and ale. If they don't have it, he's gonna have the Applejack. Manette and Pippa, Romeo will save. Cool. It's one of my good ones. They all are. <laughs> 17. 25. Okay. You just go on along the way and you you kind of see this flash of disappointment in Katrina's face. It's very brief. Mm. And then she's, she's like, okay, well, thank you for coming. And I think you guys need to leave town now. Emil walks up and, and he goes, he's like, I, I gotta go. Get, I, I have a special bottle just for this. Like he's trying to calm the situation. And he goes, he's like, I think, I think I got some booze that, you know, I hold for a special occasion, but let me try to smooth things out. And he walks over to the bar to go. And he starts to look like he's grabbing a bottle and comes back with a long crossbow. And he fires at you guys. <gasps> roll for initiative. I was just Rude. about to detect evil on this bitch. Pippa, what'd you roll? I rolled a five. I really got the drop on these goons. Abraxas, what did you roll? <laughs> with one sandwich in each hand, a very understandable eight. <laughs> he just sees the crossbow. He's like, what my sandwiches? Double f- too busy double fisting sandwiches. Manette, what Ooh. did you get? 20. Okay. I'll you, Manette. Odessa, what did you get? 22. So first things first, Emil takes aim at Abraxas and fires the bow across the way. How? Wow. Attack a person with sandwiches. Messed up. Does a yep. 19 hit you? Of course it does. Good gravy. My flat-footed AC is 14. <laughs> no shield, no nothing. I'm in full. Unless I get a bib of, like, armor. Armor class. Like plus two armor. A bib? That's what I need. Abraxas <laughs> needs a bib that grants him a bib of plus, plus two. two armor. I'm assuming when you're walking around town, you're probably all in your armor, correct? We- yes. Probably. So takes his bow back and he lets loose any this arrow flies right into your shoulder and it hurts more than it should. It is painful and it's almost searing. Ouch. And you take point wow, max damage. Twelve points of damage. Ow. And by the way, that bolt is a human bane bolt. Oh good What? I'm not a human. Human. You are in human form. <laughs> he is not a human. You are in human form right now. <laughs> Damn it. Abraxas lets out a fucking yell like, mother of freaking pearl. Does that get past your damage reduction there, Abraxas? Oh, yeah, He's not a wolf, you dick. We'll find out soon enough. <laughs> and with that, that ends, he actually takes another... He moves back farther away. And then it is now Katrina's turn. She moves to the very back of the room. I need Odessa to roll me a will save. You see her take out a scroll and she starts bringing out all these tones and loud noises. And caster. Does a 17 pass? It does. 
you feel like a, a like an inset fear starting to grow in you, but you're able to push it down and bury it deep, much like you do all your emotions. And now we go to the top of the turn order, and Odessa is up. Okay, so Odessa's pissed, and she's going to stand up and yell, What the hell? And uh, roll to intimidate them. 26. Uh, who are you intimidating? Uh, we're going to do Katrina, because she clearly seems to be the mastermind behind all this shit. Uh, you have intimidated her, so I will mark her as such. So I'm going to say she's shaken for two rounds. Uh, Manette, you just saw Abraxas uh, take a pretty serious bolt blow, and he looks hurt. Like, I'd say this is probably the most hurt you've ever seen him, other than maybe the Mantis. Oh, yeah, the and you see Odessa yell and scream at Katrina, like, pissed off. It is now your turn. What would you like to do? I'm going to lay hands on Abraxas. Oh. I am pretty bloody. You receive five hit points. Ooh, yeah. So Minette is going to step through Pippa Square. So I'm, I'm going to go as far as I can and rush Emil, fully charging with my spear drawn. But you don't quite get there, right? No. With that, it is Katrina's turn, and she pulls out another scroll, and she starts to to sing a little bit, actually. It's kind of like, it's really weird. She's like, ah, dee dee bo dee dee bo ba She speaks, speaks in Simish. I need, to ro- I need you to roll me a will save there, Minette. It's not a fear effect. 24. Okay, you start to feel a little sleepy, but then you wake up for it. Man, the DCs on these suck. And she moves to the other side of the room, and then it is Emil's turn. Uh, he takes out with a rapid reload and loads another bullet up there, and he, of course, fires at Manette, since Manette is right in front of him. He takes his bullet, and he thinks he's aiming true, and he just misses. It just goes right over your head, like he was just off by a few inches. So he moves five feet back, and that's that's where he ends his turn. Okay, Abraxas, you're up. I don't know if you guys have ever seen him pissed. I don't think anybody's ever attacked him while he was eating. He just lets the sandwiches <laughs> drop. Free action, right? To drop something? Yes. And in just a really feral voice, like, that was a mistake. And you've Ooh. seen him turn into a wolf. And it's almost like I said, it's kind of like a little shimmering, cool, magical effect. But he puts, he slams his hands down on the table. And let's see who's close to him. Odessa and Pippa, you can actually hear a couple of crunching bones moving around. And he starts Ah. not shifting like magical like a wolf, but it is a full on morphing of his flesh and bones. And he goes full uh, American werewolf in London. It's... This is the first time you've seen it. It is not cute, fluffy white wolf, but a full-on white, feral, half-wolf, man, beast. Yes! I'm so excited. That's so exciting. (laughs) Eat him! Is heading towards the... Oh, God, he really wants to go after a meal, but Katrina's closer. And is going to go in her direction. Okay. He bounds after her tossing tossing the chairs aside snarling pissed okay uh is that all your is that all your moves yes oh maybe he'll right as he passes odessa he'll just snarl like feel free to shoot through me if you must Ooh. <laughs> oh my god i've got tingles i'm so, so excited, excited <laughs> to watch a braxis all right Pippa, 
you just saw your weak and timid, or what comes off as usually a weak and timid friend as very cute, just turn into a monstrous beast. Nobody fucks and... with my sandwiches. <laughs> Hell to I the mean, no. if, it's, if your trigger is going to be anything, it might as well be sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> That's the code word now. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Oh, it has to be. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Going forward, if we need wow. Abraxas to just hulk out, just Abraxas. I'm going to call you guys Team Sandwich like, now. Like, take a sandwich right out of his hands. <laughs> Your guys' name is now Team Sandwich? Team Sandwiches. That's terrible. <laughs> Team Hungry. <laughs> we Hungry. Uh, Pippa, you're up. All right, cool. Well, there's no way to top that. I'm not going to try. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, so Pippa is going to... She's just seen her friend, like, hulk out and run at these people. So he's obviously got Katrina in his sights. So she's going to slowly stand up on her chair, get up onto the table, and she's going to say to Emil, now, I'll admit it, that wasn't my best work, but you will regret not taking my word for it. And she's going to uh, attempt to intimidate him with her teeny tiny self. (laughs) And that was a 20. Woo-hoo. So, yeah, he is he is intimidated. He's only intimidated for one round, though, so I will mark it. Okay, and so Pippa is going to magic missile his ass. Okay. For three points of damage. Woo! Adessa, it is your turn. Okay, I all I want to do is to get her up on a table. That's that is my my end game here. Okay, roll me a roll you can you can do that. Roll me an acrobatics. <laughs> Came here. Thinking I wasn't gonna make this save. Her acrobatics is plus seven. Um, yeah, that's a nineteen. You do a flip onto the table. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a twelve. It don't matter. <laughs> um, okay, so she gets up on that table. She just like takes a running leap and just like gets up and spins around and shoots at. Katrina, um, yeah, just like lifts her rifle up into the air and it's just like furious, but also doesn't want to hit a Braxis. And uh, that is a 18 against touch. That is a hit. Alright, that is a 6 in damage. Okay, what does it look like when you hit her? Like, what is it? Where do you hit? Where do you um, I think I'm gonna try and, like, wing her so that, like, it hits her in the shoulder to try and, like, impede her movement if I can. She was probably okay. aiming for her head, and then it was just moving too much, so she aimed for the shoulder instead. So you see the bullet go into her shoulder, and she grabs it real quick, and, you know, she looks like she's in a lot of pain. Um, Kanet, it is your turn. Emil is hiding around the staircase like a coward. <laughs> Minette stomps over. She storms over towards him and stabs at him with her spear, her new fancy spear of the Watchful Guardian. 24. That is a hit. Roll damage. Hoo-hoo, 11. Ow. So, uh, what is it? How do, you, how do you attack him? I do a swift jab. Like, like I'm trying to just do kind of a fast, but like vital point hitting uh, little jab at him. Okay. He takes it and he's, he kind of gets down on one knee a little bit in, in the pain, but he's still going and he kind of stands back up. He's like, wife! He calls out and it is now Katrina's turn. She moves up into the back corner of this room and all of a sudden she starts 
speaking some words. She moves her hands around and she keeps moving around. And before you see it, you see a mist coming out from her hands. And you see an entire mist envelop this area around her for a 30-foot or 60-foot radius. You guys are all enveloped. And that ends Katrina's turn. Uh, And it's Emil's turn. He actually... Ha! Critical threat! (laughs) Ha ha ha! But I still have to roll percentage dice. Oh, Lord. I think it's a percent. I have to get 50, above 50%. 50 exactly. So if it meets, it beats. So hmm. you, uh, you see if I confirm, does a 16 hit? No. Damn. So just, just normal everyday damage. <laughs> you take seven points of damage. Abraxas, it's your turn. You cannot see where anybody went. I'm going to use a move action. I'm sniffing around. This lady got hit, so she's leaving a blood trail. I have sense, so we could use a move action to head in their direction. I'm going to say you get 15 minute, 15 feet because of all the tables in the way and everything and trying to figure your way around. So I'd say you get about 15 feet to wander over. So I'll move up 15 feet in their direction. So that's move and move. And again, if they're within 30 feet, I can I can keep doing that every round. And with them, when I'm within five feet, I can pinpoint the direction. So for example, even though it's foggy, I know Dessa's right to the left of me. You, you know you're going the right direction because you smell now both of them. So you know you're going in the right way. Dessa, I'm right next to you. No worries, it's just me. Uh, Pippa, okay, everybody is enveloped in a gross fog. Yeah, I think I'm just I'm gonna reserve I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve my action until something else happens because I just don't. There's literally nothing that I can do that would be helpful at all right now, except maybe get under the table. I guess <laughs> you'd be safe there. Odessa, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Abraxas, which way are they? I smell them up ahead. Just keep heading north towards the stairs. Well, Odessa is still going to go north. She can't freaking see anything. So she is going to slowly, I would say with there being cover, I'd say she'd only probably move 15 feet because she'd be moving really slowly. Yep. There's also a lot of like chairs and stuff in the way. Right. And she has to hop down off the table. So that would put her pretty much exactly next to Manette. So she can see Emil, she can't see Katrina. So she is going to aim and attempt to shoot. Do you have point that point fog. blank shot? You have point blank shot? Uh I might actually Oh, actually, haha, no, I'm gonna hit him in the face with the butt of my gun. That'll be way better. Okay. Smart. Okay. Seventeen. Roll me a percentage. Uh that is thirty-three. Okay. Roll me damage. That is a seven. Okay. And she just like, man, she just hefts. She has it in her hand like she's going to shoot. And then she twirls it and grabs the barrel and just like slams him like a baseball bat. She's left-handed, by the way. Um, in the side of the noggin. Okay. So it is Minette. It's your turn. What would you like to do? Um, actually, really quickly, could I, could I interrupt and, and take my reserved action? Yes. Okay, it's not very impressive or anything. I just finally decided what I actually wanted to do. So now that, uh, you know, she's she's starting to hear, Pippa's starting to hear a scuffle coming from that corner um, of the building. So she's going to scurry off the table 
uh, that she's been on and head in that direction. It's it's deeply unexciting stuff, but she's going to run from the table that she was on to underneath the table that Odessa was on. <laughs> okay. Go on, Manette. <laughs> All right. Well, Manette is going to take a sweeping stab at Katrina, okay. noting that she has come within five feet. Also, I think we neglected to vocalize that earlier. I used the feet step up to follow Emil when he took a five-foot step away from me. <laughs> Eighteen. The hit? Yes. Uh, that is a hit. Roll me a percentage. Nine. You do not, you miss. You get, you think you have it on him and you think you have a great target and you go to stab him and you just, he's just not there. The fog kind of missed, the mist kind of just circles around your spear. Uh, it creates a cool little hole where the spear happens though. That was kind of cool to see. It's now Katrina's turn. You hear, um, you don't see her, but what you hear is what you know as a holy spell. And, um, ooh, attack of opportunity, right? She's casting within melee range. Oh, yeah. I, I just have to roll concealment to do it. Okay, roll me concealment. But I got a 36%. Okay, you hit roll attack. Heck yeah. I keep forgetting to use a d8. Five. Oh, no, I'm sorry, nine. You hear a ah! And she falls to the ground. What? <laughs> and you hear plop as she dies. So uh, that ends her turn because she's dead. Uh, and now, <laughs> For sure. She had no yeah. point. <laughs> and he goes, it's Katrina, Katrina, no. And you just hear a full, like the skitter. Uh, you just hear a, a, basically this guy just take off. You don't know where he went, though. Abraxas, it's your turn. Can we all agree not to kill him and to interrogate him? Uh, oh, that's going to be hard. Abraxas is pretty pissed. I'll do my best. Pippa, okay. it's your turn. <laughs> You should you probably vocalize it as the character, too. <laughs> yeah. Actually, as a free action, can I do that? What? To ask everyone not to kill him so we can interrogate him? Sure. Yeah, very well. Guys, come on. Just, he tried to kill us. There has to be a reason. If we're going to be here, we should probably know why. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Pepe, it's your turn. So over Odessa yelling this, can she hear anything? Like, can she get a general sense of, like, who might be scuttling over in this particular area? Roll me a perception. Um, that's going to be a 16. Uh, you hear there is some noise and movement actually right to the right of you. You kind of have an idea where everyone is, so you get a good idea that might be either Emil or Katrina. Okay. All right, guys, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring out the old blowgun. Oh, my You hear the voice right next to you. Pippa, you know that hardly ever works. Like, yeah, but it's got a sleeping potion on the dots. Please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. It's not going to hit, guys. It's a 14. The the blowgun never works. Don't say things too fast there, guys. Uh, Okay. It's a 14. Just a 14 hit. Roll me percentage die. Come on, big money, big money. Over you just got it. Ten. Uh, that was a ten. That was 10%. <laughs> you thought you struck true with your blow dart for the first time ever, but the obscuring mist kept it from happening. It would have hit. It would have hit. It would have if there wasn't this mist. <laughs> I'm so mad. Can Abraxas <laughs> find that dart and poke him? Adessa, it's your turn. <laughs> Abraxas, can you smell him? He's he's close by. 
you have a direction, maybe? Uh, pass my voice. Pass your I'll, voice. I'll stomp this direction. I'm basically stomping kind of close to where I am at. She, like, has to look to Jim and Jim points. Oh, he forgets. <laughs> he does forget. He just totally forgot. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Okay, so she is going to walk to Abraxas, get through him, and then go to the other side of him. Because if she can't go to the table, there is another t- So it's like a triforce of tables. Pippa's under one. Abraxas is in between them. So feasibly, the only other place she could go is closer to the wall in between two of the tables, which just mm-hmm. happens to be by Emil. Okay. okay. I will let that slide. Okay. It makes sense. You can tell me if it doesn't. Go for it. Cool. All right. So, hmm. You do see the, you do see the faint line out, outline of him, so roll a percentage die. Okay. 97. Okay. Yeah, you can attack. You see him. I am going to attempt to knock him out with the butt of my gun and do non-lethal damage. Okay. Roll me an attack. Uh, that is a natural 20. Oh, okay. nice. Wow. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. Okay. Roll me damage. I'm working on he it. He is critically unconscious. Uh, that's a three. <laughs> he not falls down unconscious. And at the same time, the mist starts to go away because the person maintaining it is no longer alive. So you hear outside, Wolf, get out here. What the hell is going on? Shit. Like, Well, that can't be good. I'm going to, if nobody else, uh, yeah, I'm going to tie up a meal. <laughs> yeah, that's a <laughs> if, good if call. If nobody has any objections. My, okay. Good call. Get my spear out. You hear Nadia scream out. No! Oh, oh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to run out there with my spear then. You guys run outside, and you see that the snow has started to pick up. You see citizens, you see people in the town starting to come out, like, kind of, you see window shutters closing, and the few people wandering around are all going in and closing the door. This is kind of like Old West style. And outside, you see six well-armored guards standing in front of the tavern and then in the background you see one guard dragging nadia off with her two children in tow into a house down the road and they're like we've come to play the fantastic worlds podcast is a fantastic pods production i'd like this is trash i'd like to thank amy hankinson for writing our wonderful theme song sirenscape for using the use of their sound effects and music paizo for the wonderful reign of winter adventure path and all you listeners is it wonderful, yeah. though? Until next time, <laughs> I am Dustin Alexander. You can reach me at Dustin Alexander on Twitter. I'll be unhappily tweeting on Twitter as well. I'm Abby. You can find me at Bonanza Famine if you'd like to join That's in. That's quite an alliteration there. Uh, <laughs> you can reach me at, at Twitter at Espinoza916. I'm going to be doing hashtag me torta, my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Kay. You can reach me on Twitter at She's Lady Macbeth. <laughs> Me torta. Me torta. It's messed up. (laughs) That was messed up. Dustin's messed up. This is Jess. You can reach me on Twitter at Hank the Clank. 
please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Follow us and share us on social media. If you if you do not share, or if, if you do, sh- wow. If, if you, you don't do share, we'll find you. If you do you. not share this, you will be in big trouble, my friend. Time out. If you do share, use the hashtag World's Travelers so, World's Travelers so we can thank you for spreading the word. Your support means the world to us and makes a huge difference. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Sandwich is very dry, by the way. Aww. Oh. Like the pork is good, but the sandwich is dry, but like oh, okay. your mouth is kind of a little parched. Nothing a little. Uh, <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. You really want us to drink the tea. Oh, oh, it's showing your <laughs> yeah, hand, Dustin. <laughs> oh, busted. So, anyway. Makes me I'll just soak it in well, that it's, hard, it's hard to like. I like. How do you say, did you guys drink the tea without like being obvious that I must want you to drink how the about, tea? How about, how did mm-hmm. you enjoy the tea? Oh, there's a good idea. How did you guys enjoy the tea? We didn't. (laughs) None of us drank it.